please. What's up, everybody? You are checking out the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am the ace and your Italian god and current co-AEW pay-per-view champion. And joined by my dude. What up? This is Nick with the Heel to Face Podcast. Ready to go down. Let's do it. Dude, it's going down. In the mall, it's going down. Meet up in the door, it's going down. Live Sunday. What is the date? June 26th. Live in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, sir. Bummed, man. I couldn't get tickets. Oh. I tried getting tickets the day of the release. They sold out so fast. I was in the queue, and there was like 200, 300 some people ahead of me. And uh, by the time it got to me, man, there was like 10 tickets left. And they were all crappy. And they were like limited view seating, and they were like $300. So I was oh. like... Screw all that, man. I'll just pay $50 and get it on pay-per-view. And then I don't even have that. So then that's when you're coming in. <laughs> that's why I'm here, y'all. Yes, um, sir. Okay. So we're here to, to give our predictions on the Forbidden Door 2022 pay-per-view. It's a super card between New Japan Pro Wrestling and All Elite Wrestling. The two groups are coming together. We're going to fight against each other. It's going to be um, I'm excited. You're excited. So let's dive right into the first match we're going to talk about. We actually ended our um, Dynamite recap on this one. We're going to see the Young Bucks. They are the AEW's hacking champions. And Bullet Club members, El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. 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 Hikaleo, El Fantasmo, and the Young Bucks taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and Los... Los Ingrenables de Japón, Shingo Takagi, and Hiromu Takahashi. Thank you, sir. That's why you were. Okay, so you told us, you know, that Darby had called out the team, um, Mm -hmm. which led to this match. Other than that, is there a reason why everyone's teaming, or it's just because? Well, I believe the Young Bucks are still kind of members of Bullet Club. Okay. Higaleo and El Fantasma are in Bullet Club right now. So that part, to me, kind of makes sense. Okay. Darby said for... I don't get why they're teaming, honestly. I don't get why Darby like called out Hiromu and Shingo to be their partners, because that doesn't really make any sense unless Shingo and Hiromu are doing something with Higaleo and El Fantasma right now. They could be doing that. That's probably that why they're. If saying. that's the case, then that makes sense. Okay. I have I didn't see like Dominion or anything, so I don't really know what has been going on on the New Japan side for some of the stuff. I've only been watching their United States shows yeah. on fight. So other than that, it kind of makes sense to me. Um, and I think they just want to really get Darby on the show. You know, they they love having Darby on all of their AEW shows if they can. I've noticed like him versus Kyle O'Reilly didn't have to oh. be on Double or Nothing. Yeah, that could have been. They're like, we got to get Darby on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he's one of the home, one of the best homegrown talents that they have, I think. So, um, and Sting's going to be involved too, right? Yeah. Sting's going to be another player in there too that, you know, Sting is doing crazy shit lately, flying off balconies and doing all kinds of crazy shit. That's yeah. Well, and this way he won't have to do all that either with all these people. Yeah. He could just, yeah. Um, so let's just dive right in. I mean, again, like you said, there's really not much like going into this match. So who do you, Nick, who do you think is going to win? Which team? 
I got, excuse me, I burped. Um, I took, see, I don't remember who I took in my prediction. It's okay. So I don't want to like go back on what I said, but like thinking about, I don't know, the Young Bucks are the tag team champions right now. Yeah. And it would be tough for them to lose like their first match as tag team champions. I know it's not like a two on two or anything, it's a multi man, but I don't know, man. Darby's lost a lot recently. He's lost like every match he's had in the last few months. Yeah. So I want to say Darby because he's my boy. I want to say dudes with attitudes as they're calling themselves, which is kind of lame, but whatever. Um, but Bullet Club, I don't know, man. It could go either way because Bullet Club's always trying to be, you know, a strong group. So, and we could see something going with the Young Bucks and Bullet Club too. Like, could see more of that being included. So, I want dudes with attitudes and Darby and all them to win, but I do think, hell, I do think the Bullet Club is going to win because of some because of some Bullet Club type shenanigans. A lot of people in New Japan are getting tired of the Bullet Club because it's a lot of the same stuff. It's a lot of interference and in matches. It's a lot of referee bumps and matches. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So people are getting kind of tired of that aspect of it. But AEW isn't used to that yet. There's yeah. been like two DQ finishes in the whole history of AEW. So I think they could do something with that even, you know, try to get Bullet Club over as a heel unit. See, that's what I'm trying. Like when I'm making guesses on trying to figure out like what they're going to do in the future are they going to do like a bullet club thing because if that's the case then yes i think they're going to win exactly and darby can take another loss like it doesn't affect his stock at all like every time i'm i'm excited to see him even though i feel like he's going to lose because he's on this losing streak recently but i'm still thinking he's got it because he's darby do you think though my only question for nostalgia purposes because this is sort of like a New Japan, what if Sting's team were to win for the fact of Sting just being Sting and being a fool? Didn't he fight in Japan in the past? I believe so. I, I believe mean, so. maybe they could, because if Sting wasn't in the match, and I would fully say Bullet Club, but sometimes they tend to go for the nostalgia act. Like a lot of times, Sting was like, will win. And I'm like, how did he win? He's like 60 something years old. But they tend to do that. Um, yeah. I don't um, know, man. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Sting's team because I hear what you're saying that, you know, Bullet Club might interfere and stuff. But I just have a feeling that, um, some silly shenanigans going to go on. Young Bucks are going to look silly. Like, something's going to happen. I yeah, like. that's kind of what I think, too. Because, um, like I said, I personally want Darby and Sting's team to win. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, I don't know. Oh, man. They're like my guys, and it's hard for me to want to go against them. But I just think the powers of the Bullet Club are going to be too much. Okay. Well, that's one difference we have there. So we'll see um, when pay per view starts. Now, but I will be rooting for Darby. I will be, be hoping that they win. <laughs> okay. All right. But you think the Bullet Club's going to win? Yeah. Okay. 
I got you, sir. All right, next, we have our triple threat winner-take-all match for the Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team titles. Man. The Ring of Honor and AAA Tag Team Champions FTR defending against the IWGP Tag Team Champions United Empire, which is the team of Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, against Rapongi Vice, which is Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. Um, these guys have been going at it since uh, Forbidden Door is pretty much announced. With mm-hmm. uh, United Empire attacking Wapangi Vice, FTR getting involved around. Now all these men are coming at it. I like FTR. They're my favorite tag team. One of my favorite tag teams. They've been um, killing it this year. Yeah, I really like them. So they, I really like United Empire. I'm excited to see what they do. I've seen Wapangi Vice, but pretty much this is just a match to see which team is the most dominant. Um, so for me, I. I'm going to change – I don't know, because here's the thing. You made a good point because you said that, you know, FTR, our AAA tag champions, they would – Yeah, win. yeah. let's make that clear, too, for everybody. Like, yeah, there are people forget AAA. they are the AAA tag team champions and the Ring of Honor tag team champions right now. Yep. But the only thing we have to remember is remember when Kenny Omega had, like, six fucking titles or, like, five? Yeah, who couldn't? So, I mean, maybe, you know, they might go along with that route and just be like, oh, whatever it is, what it is, you know, they're, um, because for me, my opinion, they're the strongest team that I would want to see, realistically. I don't know much about United Empire, so I can't really judge them, but Rapongi mm-hmm. Vice, I don't see them being a great tag team champions. I don't, I mean, I don't really. Um, so I don't for, either. I, and I like, think they got. I think they got all they're gonna get with getting their victories on Dynamite the last few weeks. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really think there's much going. So for me, it would either be FTR or United Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling. Well, and does it does it change your opinion at all to know that like in New Japan, United Empire is one of the most dominant teams? Yeah, know? I know we said it in our Dynamite review, but for those who haven't seen it, yeah, you know, yeah. like. They're one of the strongest groups right now. Them and Bullet Club. They, them and Bullet Club hold all the gold, basically, in New Japan right now, if you didn't know. So they're gonna it's gonna be interesting. I I personally then, go ahead. So then here's my other question then too, then. But then would that make that an even playing field then? Because if United Empire, what titles do they have right now? They only have the IWGP. They're the IWGP tag champs. That's yeah. all they have. They don't have any other yeah. titles anywhere else. Okay, so then they would be. So, yeah, so then they would have two titles. FTR would have three. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, FTR oh. would still only have two. Because they have the AAA and Ring of Honor. They'd, if and if, then they if, would, if, if the, they would lose, they'd lose those titles if uh, United Empire yeah. were to win. So they'd still be the AAA champs. But they would just lose the Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, throw Empire the AAA tag team championships in there. Huh? Have uh, United Empire fought on Ring of Honor before? Um. Oh man, let me check. I believe I thought they wrestled one of the. What was your question again? United Empire, what? If they were like a part of Ring of Honor, if they've ever like showed up there, if they've ever you know done anything down there. Will Osprey had some matches in Ring of Honor. I know. 
because if if Jeff Cobb and Great O'Con did, then I could see them giving them the titles. I'm just gonna. I don't think so because I'm looking here, and the only thing it shows is uh, that United Empire had caused FTR to lose by DQ oh. in a tag match to retain the ROH titles, and then that's when they made their claim for the ROH titles. Got you. So okay. I think it's a new thing because it's a because they're part of AEW now. I'm gonna stick with FTR. I'm just gonna stick with them because I really like them. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna stick with FTR. How about you? Who are you thinking? I am going to go with, I think, like I said in my review, in my prediction show, um, I do think United Empire is going to come away with this one. I think they're going to try to make that unit really strong. Um, Jeff Cobb has been on AWTV before. Yep. So I think it'd be a good exposure for him as well. And for them to also be the Ring of Honor champions would be great because then you could get them on Ring of Honor. I mean, the ow, sorry, I think um, FTR could be great for Ring of Honor too, but they have a lot of other priorities, you know, with AEW, AAA, et cetera. So, and like you said, I agree. I don't think Rapongi Vice is going to win. I think they're going to get that. I think they got all they're going to get the last few yeah. weeks. So I do think out of all the teams, I do think it's going to be FTR or um, – United Empire, but I'm going to say United Empire comes away with this one. Okay. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. All but right. it's not too far reached for, you know, FTR to get three tag three tag team championships because they've been one of the hottest teams all year. True. That's true, brother. That's true. One of them, one of those teams is going to walk out with two titles. Um, okay, next. This match is going to be hard to call because we really don't know. Zach Sabre Jr. taking on Brian Danielson's replacement opponent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to give a prediction on that one because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know that um, with Danielson, he said that this person was – was that he said he – he said this person was um, – this person astounded him, which I'm like – that that's a weird like was there someone who would say that word a lot was there some because normally when someone describes someone they'll say like oh like um i don't know like like ricochet. this person is awesome and it'll be yeah, like the man, or something. yeah yeah you know i mean um so i was trying to think of astounding but i couldn't really think of anything um i i don't know either because again this is a hard one to call because nobody, I mean, I don't want to say nobody knows, but like for me, like I don't really know much about Zack Sabre Jr. So I would like to see him win, but also this new person coming in, you want to see them win too, because they're just coming in too. So I mean, well, that's the thing too with AEW because they've had so many people come in brand new and just lose. Yeah. So you don't you know, know. It could yeah. be Johnny elite. For all we know. Yeah. Astounding. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with you and I'm not going to make a call yet. Um, so I'll just take a zero for that one because I, like you, I don't, I don't know. And that one's an N-A, not, app- N-A. not applicable. <laughs> um, but it will be a good match. If it yeah. is, I mean, there's been some names thrown around, Cesaro, Johnny Gargano, um, other people. I would be happy with either one of them, but we'll have to tune in to Sunday to find out. All right, next, we now have the wizard Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minaro Suzuki with Tay Conti 
taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and how do you say this guy's name? Shada Shoda Umino. Shoda Umino. Um, don't really know much about like the reasoning. I know that obviously JAS and Eddie Kingston and Blackpool Combat Club, they all have been brawling. So I get that, but this is the match like they just threw like drew on the card to just have Chris Jericho on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so who do you think is gonna win this one? I honestly I don't even remember who I picked in mine, to be honest. <laughs> it's um, just imagine it's just throwing. It's not doesn't really like matter, you know. I know, and like, like I don't I don't think I gave a prediction on that one because it's just so thrown together. Um uh, Shota Umino is really good. He had a match recently with Jay White about a month or so ago, two months ago. Um, that was really good. He's pretty decent. Wheeler Yuta obviously should show out in that match. Yep. Um, I just don't get why Jericho isn't with members of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Like he's with Sammy Guevara, but why is Minoru Suzuki in there? I don't. I th- I don't know. I don't know because he's been just been thrown into random matches too. Minoru Suzuki lately. Um, I um I'm gonna say team. Team Kingston. Okay. I'm going with Jericho's team because I have a feeling like they're going to lose that blood and guts. And I feel like if they're going to, it would be, I mean, they probably will, but it would be shitty if they made him lose twice. Um, But okay. All right. I feel you. I feel you. Next, we have the IWGP US title match. The IWGP U.S. champion, Will Ospreay, taking on Orange Cassidy. These two have been going at it for weeks. I was surprised that they picked Cassidy to fight Ospreay, but I'm pretty sure it'll be a good match. I don't really know much about these two. I went with Ospreay as my pick to win. I don't think he's going to lose the title to Orange Cassidy. But what about you, sir? I got Will Ospreay as well. He's already taken a couple losses with his team, Aussie Open. Um I think Orange Cassidy is a good is the best choice for right now without with everybody else hurt. Um, speaking of, actually, I did just hear today Jungle Boy is injured. Ooh. Okay. So I think a lot of injuries have you know plagued a big part of the show. You know, like the Dan- I feel like we were going to see Danielson and Saber, and that would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, so. We're- I just think that Orange Cat, it could have been somebody else. Like we were talking earlier, maybe Dante Martin or somebody. Yeah, that would be sick. That would be really cool. You know, it wouldn't have changed the outcome. I don't think. I think Will Ospreay would have So, in that that sense, it doesn't really matter. But I got Will Ospreay for sure. Me too, sir. All right. Next, we have the AEW All Atlantic title match. It's a field four way. Pack taking on Miro, Malachi Black, and newly added Clark Connors. Yeah, you know why he was added? I think the other guy didn't get injured or something. Yeah, uh, he was having a qualifying match with Tomohiro Ishii, and uh, Ishii got hurt, so he had to forfeit in New Japan rules. So, uh, yeah, Clark Connors added to the match. Member of LA Dojo, one of their – if you don't know, a lot of their people who start out there go to the dojo. And they have to be a young lion, and they can only use a set of preset moves. They can only do so much. Yeah. 
Uncensored. <laughs> Hello. Fuck you, damn boy. Clark Connors is calling in saying, don't tell my story right now. Yeah, Clark no, Connors is um, like, fuck you guys. Uh, no, but yeah, he's decent. He, uh, pretty sure he had a match recently with Tom Lawler. He was the never, he was a strong open weight champion for a long time. Um, Connors is really good. So I think he'll be a good addition to this match. And uh, I don't know much I, about him. So I'm excited to see his stuff. Yeah, he should be pretty good. He's he's really good. So who are you? Well, my voice changed. Who are you uh, rooting for this one? Um, you know, I think <sighs> who's all in it? It's Miro. It's uh, Pac, Miro, Malachi, Pac, and Clark Connors, right? You said okay. So I think Pack. Okay, so here here's what I think is going to happen. I either think Pack and Malachi Black are going to get their feud, they're going to, like, get too focused on each other, and they're not going to be focused on the task at hand. So I do think Miro could walk away with the AEW out, but wait, hold on. I do think Malachi Black could also win as well because he could bring some true credibility to the House of Black with some gold right now. And if it's not going to be... Where the fuck is Julia Hart? She was just in their promo on Wednesday. Oh, I didn't see her. Yeah, she started it. I she started look. the promo. It was just her, and then and then Buddy came up, and then Brody, and then Malachi. I, have to look. I didn't even see the promo. I don't remember what they said. It's the same nonsense it always is. I'm starting to get kind of tired of them. I liked them for a long time. Their ring work is still great, but they're, I'm starting to lose sense of what their whole goal is as a unit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, uh, I think Malachi Black or Miro. Okay. And the most – I'm going to – I'm going to say Miro, final answer, because I do think Malachi Black is going to get carried away with Pac in the ring. See, or I went something Black. like that. I went out with Malachi Black because, like you said, I think he needs a title in that. Yeah, definitely. More substantial. Miro is good, but I feel like he needs to lose a bit more to get him to be more upset with God and to make it more. Yeah, and see, that would make sense in storyline as well. So either way, that's why either I think way, either yeah. one would win. That's why when I made my uh, – pick on my preview show i i picked either one i didn't make yeah. a decisive answer because i couldn't but i do yeah. i do not think pack's gonna win watch he'll be the one to win too yeah but um, i don't think he's gonna win he's the one yeah but no and clark connors i don't think is gonna come away with yeah, it. i, don't know I think if anything clark connors is gonna be the guy to lose okay okay so you're gonna go with miro but but it could be black yeah gotcha okay and i'm gonna say the same thing like you but i'm gonna go i'm, I'm saying it's black but it could be miro Yeah, this match I didn't choose yet, and I'm gonna choose as we go over it. The IWGP title, the IWGP champion Jay White versus Adam Page. Kazu, here I got you, bro. I got you. So it's the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Fatal Four Way, with Adam Cole taking on Hangman Page. Taking on Kazuchika Okada, taking on the Switchblade and the defending champion Jay White. Yes, sir. What do you think here? I I, I want to hear your thoughts because I I man, you know, I was really excited for this because for a while I didn't think Okada was even going to be at the show, but I know he had said he wanted to be there, and I thought it was over the second Jay White beat him for the belt at Dominion. Like I was like, all right, no, he's not going to be on the show. You know what I mean? And the addition to with Hangman 
and Adam Cole is going to be nice. I Because Cole and Jay White have a thing right now. You know, they're like kind of buddies, but kind of not going into this championship match. Cole already lost to Hangman twice, which Jay White noted on Dynamite. Um, hey, Hangman needs to do something here to get his credibility back a little bit. Um, but Okada's always... He's always right there sniffing that belt, man. The Rainmaker doesn't go away for long. And it, all it could take is one Rainmaker clothesline, and it's all over. So I, it's tough to say. I think Hangman – I think a lot of the same kind of stuff in story is going to play out in a lot of these matches. I think some of the personal rivalry, rivalries a lot of these guys are having in these multi-man matches is going to take their focus away from what they're really trying to go for here in either – Something's going to go down with Jay White and Adam Cole or Adam Cole and Hangman. I think Adam Cole is going to be the catalyst in this match, for better or for worse. I don't think he's going to come away with the belt because I do think it's going to be a Japan, a new Japan star to win. So I'm choosing okay. Okada or Jay White. Okay. I don't think it's going to be an AEW guy with the belt because that takes a lot of time away from them from AEW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not completely... Um, impossible to see Adam Cole winning or even Hangman because you know they aren't doing a whole lot on AEW right now either. Yeah, there's you know Hangman did just win the belt. He couldn't go away for a while, and it wouldn't be the worst thing because then he could come back and be even better. True, true. You know, but I do think it's going to be Okada, okay, or Jay White to win because I don't remember who I picked in my in my goddamn. Every pick okay. you have in your prediction is going to be completely different. Dude, I know, and I'm going to feel so stupid. You it's know? like, I but, win no matter what I win. <laughs> I win no matter what, yeah. yeah. But no, man, I don't know. Um, uh, I really wish I knew what I had picked now. Man. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Jay White defends and retains. Okay. But... Okada could come away with it too, man. Like, I don't think Okada is going to take the pin. I Wait, think White is it an elimination or is it just normal? No, I think it's just fatal four, four way. way. I think it's fatal four way. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I think I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. This, this, one, this one's the one that's going to be the hardest to choose who could win because I think Jay White's going to win because he just won the title you know it's like I, I don't yeah yeah but dude they've had that happen before and Okada just won the belt right back because it's Okada okay like sure. New Japan gets desperate sometimes and Jay White won the IWGP championship in 2019 and it didn't go too well he wasn't drawing too much so mm. this is their second go around with Jay White I'm a big fan of Jay White. I think he's got main event potential. I think he could be the star of New Japan eventually. Once Okada leaves. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Okada. I'm changing. I'm going with Okada. We'll see. All but right. I I don't mean to like change your opinion. No, no, no. But no, like, because I I because I you know more about like the Japanese, like like what's happening, and I don't. I just know basically I'm like my thought is if a champion wins the title. They should hold it for a certain amount of time. But like you said, they've had the title before. Someone dropped it to Okada, like right at Okada dropped it. He's won it right after. Yeah. Okada's a you big know. name. I'm thinking, like, I'm used to WWE not giving the big names their stuff. So I'm thinking that sense. 
But no, I, yeah, I but it could be it could be the same, you know, for this show too. I do think it's possible. Like I like I think I made my final answer was that Jay White was going to yep. defend, right? Yep. So yep. I do think that that is going to be the final outcome. But I never ever count out Okada. Okay. Well, I do think Hangman and Adam Cole are going to get intertwined with themselves, and yeah, because I think that could be if they don't do the if they don't go to Japan or do anything with the IWGP Championship, that could be a fantastic match at all out. Yeah. Cage and, and Cole, yeah, that would be good. The Battle of the Atoms. Um, again. <laughs> again, right. Okay, next, we have the AEW Women's title, the AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa defending against Tony Storm. Um, these two have just, you know, again, kind of, Tony Storm is the number one contender, basically. She's beating everyone, kind of. So now it's going to be Rosa and Storm. I went with Rosa because, again, I don't think they're going to make her drop the title right away. I do like Tony Storm. But um, I think they're going to keep Rosa. Yeah, I mean, Thunder Rosa has been kind of flat for me recently. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I was thinking to myself the other day, I don't know what their deal has been with building up these, these challenges, these championships. And then the rain just feeling like it means absolutely nothing in the end. Like the Hangman Page title run. From November to May. Yeah. Was pretty lackluster. I mean, he had a couple good matches with Brian Danielson, but who doesn't have a good match with Brian Danielson? And they were on, like, just random episodes of Dynamite, which is cool, but, like, nothing really of note. He had a match with Lance Archer. He had two Dexas death matches, one, one with Archer, one with Cole. I thought they would have done more with him and Adam Cole. No, considering what they were kind of seemed like what they were building to, so I don't know. That could be a good match in the future, but um, I think like the title, like the title reigns and shit, they don't seem to really be doing what the build is doing. But Thunder Rosa was being built for Britt Baker for what seemed like a while. She won the belt, and then her first opponent was Nyla Rose. Which yeah, come on, you know now who was it last time? Serena Deeb. Yeah. Serena Deeb and like, come on, really? Yeah. Like, we know that's not going to happen because Thunder Rosa just won the belt. But now I think at this point, Tony Storm has some momentum. Mm-hmm. She's beaten. Didn't she beat Britt Baker? Yeah. She sure. beat Britt Baker. She's beaten Marina Shafir this week. She's beaten kind of everybody she's met up until this point. And I think she's a, a really ahead of steam right now. So I think I'm going to I'm gonna go with Tony Storm. Tony, Tony time. I think we're going to see a new women's champion because I do believe I have heard that Thunder Rosa is hurt. She's been working with some injuries, which is also why her matches have been sucking recently, I think. Mm. Okay, so that's good to know. So maybe, Mm. you know, that could also be a big point as well. So I think Tony Storm's going to come away with the the W and the win and the big W. Well, the big thing is here, our main event for the interim AEW. Did you say title. who you thought was going to win? Yeah, I thought it was done. I said Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Oh, okay. I All think right. she's going to, but I said that before you said that she got injured, but, or that, that she's hurt, but I'm still going to keep her. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Cause I can still see her winning. Yeah. But I do like Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the interim AEW championship, John Moxley taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, That's yeah. why everybody is here. What do you think is going to happen? I got John Moxley, man, for sure. I, uh, I, 
I'd love to see Tanahashi versus Punk. That'd be so cool. That'd be like mm-hmm. a video game match waiting to happen. Yep. But uh, I think the more realistic match is going to be Moxley and Punk, which might get some people angry because it's just two ex-WWE guys. You know what I mean? But people act like these guys didn't wrestle anywhere else before. Like, Punk was, like, more of a Ring of Honor guy than he is, honestly, more of a WWE guy, kind of, right? I would say that. I mean, maybe not in the grand scheme of all things, but to the hardcore wrestling fan, he's more he's more of CM Punk when he's in Ring of Honor and AEW than he was when he was in WWE. So him versus Moxley is a good marquee match. I do think Moxley and Tanahashi is going to tear the roof off. Mm-hmm. Chicago, um, and it's awesome that they waited to do it here. Yeah. Um, I think this match could go a while too. Like I had said, I think that fatal four way is going to go probably at least thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like I, I'll go back to that for a second. I know Okada has gone thirty to sixty. I know Cole did the two out of three fall with Gargano and all that stuff. Um, Jay White can go 30 to 60. Hangman Page went 60 with Brian Danielson, so that could go forever. I think these two matches are going to be some of the longest on the show. Yeah. And there's even another, the other fatal four way for the All Atlantic. That match might be even a bit not super. Yeah, long, that but. could go 20, 25 minutes too. So um, I do think this match should main event the show, the Moxley yeah. Tanahashi match, because it is for the AW Championship. It has been a match that they've been putting off for quite a while now and building to for what Moxley said three years something like that yeah and honestly Mox Moxley's the catalyst to all this if it wasn't for him I honestly don't know if we'd have a forbidden door show no because he was the huge story just like he was like the first he was the door opener yeah he went to New Japan right after he left WWE and had him and had a match with Juice Robinson and won the IWGP championship United States championship yeah. Had a great run. Then he came to AEW. So I think he would have been all right either way. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. So he, like you said, he is definitely the forbidden door. Tony Khan saying he is. He's just the man who had the money to make it all possible. John Moxley is the forbidden door, I believe, in my eyes. So we'll have to see. Um, Tanahashi's going to give it his all. They had a fatal four-way at, at Windy City Riot here in Chicago. Just what two, three months ago, and uh, Tanahashi put Moxley through a table with a high fly flow on the outside. So that was the last time I seen them two, and that's how that ended, because Juice Robinson came away with the belt then. So I think Moxley's gonna want some revenge, and I think uh, he's gonna get his chance. There's gonna be a lot of blood. And I think Tanahashi's gonna give it his all, but fail in the end. So I got Moxley. I agree. I think Moxley, I agree with you, man. I think Moxley's going to win, too. I just think the only I think he's going to win is because I doubt they're going to have him go Tanahashi, like, move all the way to America, and, you know, because he would have to if that's if he's a champion. Um, right, and like it's like we were saying with the IWGP championship, it's, it's it'd be a lot of time away from their prior, from their main company. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're doing the show together. They could have something figured out. You know what I mean? A month of TV is only four episodes. Yeah. You could do a promo. You could do a Skype call. And he could show up for one show. You know, like, he's a champion. He can be a little bit more on a kind of Roman Reigns basis. You know what I mean? Not as not as limited as somebody like Roman Reigns, but it's not completely out of the realm of possibility, I don't think. 
but I do, like you said, I do think it's more realistic for Moxley to win for sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think fans would be, I mean, it would be, what I think would be cool is if they turned Tanahashi heel and had, like, him, like, win it, like, not the best way and have him tour Japan with it, obviously stay, but that that's not possible for someone to really work all those days and stuff like that. Right. Um, well, and he's such a big baby face in New Japan. He's like... Yeah. He's like the Superman of New Japan. He's the John Cena of New Japan. But how cool would that be? Remember Hulk Hogan? Like, that was so sick, you know? Yeah, like, and well, that would be on the same realm, too. Like, John yeah. Cena turning heel, Tanahashi yeah. turning heel. Like, it is I mean, it would happen, be a great How time. great would it be if it did? Yeah, it would be a great time to do it now, too, because nobody really, I mean, again, like, I don't want to say nobody really knows, but, like, me, the casual American viewer, doesn't really know much about him. So, um, you know, yeah. for the fans like you who know him, you're like, oh, shit, like, because it's, you know. But I yeah. think I think Mox is gonna win. Well, and it's funny too because Mox is kind of an in betweener. Like he's not really a face or a heel, really. Yeah, he's kind so of. So yeah. he's kind of a one of those special characters that doesn't really need definition. So I don't know, man. It's gonna be fun. It's I'm gonna excited. be good. This card is stacked. So many great. It's gonna be a long show. Do you think it's gonna be longer than Double or Nothing? Oh yeah, yeah. Which Double Nothing was like what five hours? We didn't even yeah. talk about the pre-show. Oh, what is even happening? I don't even know. I see the pre-show. I don't even really. What's on the pre-show? It's some tag match. Gun I think Club, it's. Right? Uh, it's like the gong members Club. of the LA Dojo, like the Young Lions in New Japan, is taking on uh, the Gun Club and Max yeah. Caster. Yeah. Speaking of Max Caster, actually, he is going to be at a local indie wrestling show I'm going to be going to in August at Dreamwave Wrestling. He's going to be doing uh, some photo ops and signs, some signatures and stuff like that. So they've already confirmed Alex Hammerstone to go. They've confirmed some local talent around him that's really popular. Uh, What's his name? Nick Brubaker. Austin Roberts, Steve Boz, all kinds of guys. Max Caster will be there. So it's going to be crazy, man. So that'll be cool. I just, I said Max Caster. So I just, are you going to tell him that we said that, that uh, your friend Ian says hello? (laughs) I can, if you want me to, I'm going to try to go. They got, they got some tickets still left. So I'm going to try to go. It's in August. I think it's SummerSlam weekend. I got jealous of my friend because when we went to go see uh, the SmackDown in New York together, he got to see, like, he got to take a picture with Big E, all those fuckers. And it was just before he won the title, too. So I was like, damn. That's awesome. All right. Which match, before we go, which match do you think is going to steal the show? I know you said there's a couple, but, like, for you, which match do you know for sure you think um, you're really going to enjoy? It's going to be really hard for the crowd to come back from that fatal four-way IWGP championship match. Okay, so that one do you think is going to I be think cool? with Okada and Jay White and Hangman and Adam Cole, that's going to kill that crowd. I think that should maybe even start the show. Oh, uh, yeah, but if it starts the show, then the crowd's going to be friggin', if nothing, you know, builds up good after it. What's that? If it starts the show, right, then the crowd after that match, if every match after that isn't good, they're going to be dead until the main event, right? I maybe mean, that's middle. true, but do you maybe want... Maybe put it at, like, match four or five, where it's yeah, in the middle. Yeah, like a breakaway point, because, I don't know, man, that it's going to be tough to beat that one. Yeah. I think yeah. Moxley and Tanahashi could do it, too. Yeah, they're going to... They're going So many great matches, man. Yes, definitely check out Forbidden Door 2022 live tomorrow on 
what is it on br sport or you can get bleacher report um traditional cable pay-per-view sling they're doing it too if you have yep new japan world in japan and fight internationally a lot of ways to get br sport sucks man i hate it it sucks so much we had such an issue with double or nothing yeah it was bad uh and i also learned that you can you can if you have br sport you can stream it with friends but only two like streams can watch at the same time oh well that's good to know so we can both see the show yes sir so you're the man you also sent me that stuff too in text i'm gonna buy it later tonight i'm excited awesome then send your info man we'll be good to go you're gonna be excited man uh let me know too i got i got i got honor clubs if you want to see something like that for ring of honor let me know oh yeah sir i'll I'll let you know i'm excited for all of you know everything ring of honors so when do you think they're going to start doing like ring of honor shows because they've been i think probably soon i mean yeah they usually have i thought they announced death by dishonor for this fall okay okay so September. Back. okay so shit so this is kind of like the starting point Kind of, yeah. I think that I think this show is going to help decide a lot of that because the Ring of Honor Tag Championships is going to be decided. You know what I mean? You're going to have Wheeler Yuta in, in action. He's probably going to be a big focal point of Ring of Honor. Um, what's going on with Jay Lethal and all that? Is that going to be part of Ring of Honor? Probably. I think so. Yeah, because Samoa Joe is the Ring of Honor TV champion. So yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see what's going on with that too. Yeah. So. Well, listen, a lot's happening for Bidden Door. We're excited tomorrow night live at 8 p.m. We already let you know where you could check it out. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great show. So many great matches. Do you have any last words, my friend? No, nah, man. Everybody enjoy the show. Have fun. Get some popcorn, some food, some drinks, some smoke. Sit back, relax, and then get ready for about six hours of wrestling, probably, Dude, right? Be sick. Yes. Do all he said. Remember, be good to each other. Peace in the streets and enjoy Forbidden Door 2022. Bye.